FM Rewind. Code. Let's get talking. Things have been happening around Gauteng as the, um, the EFF, which is better known as the Economic Freedom Fighters within Gauteng, are urging um, drivers to remain vigilant on the roads. And this is in light of um, a couple of blue light hijackings that took place around Gauteng in the past few months as well, which saw a um, few men, unfortunately, not just men, but a few people um, lose their lives and also be affected by this as well. Well, um, so to speak to us more about it, we are joined on the line by Naledi Chira. Naledi Chira is um, from the EFF in Gauteng as she is the elections communications officer to speak to us more about it. Good morning, Naledi. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to Area Code. Um, Naledi, this is something that has happened before. There has been similar cases of this before um, back in the day. And, well, it seems as though it's a recurrence. Yes, absolutely. And I think it should cause for a reason to worry because it means that the system is internally structured and there isn't anything being done to correct that because these are blue lights that should be accessible to officials and if people are not officials then the patrollers, the police who are patrolling in the streets should be in the know of the fact that the people are not officials who are utilizing blue lights and over and above that accessing police uniform is something that should be really hard. It should be something that is not easily done and the fact that it is the case in the country, in the province, there is room for concern, especially because the police force, the police force is already under so much pressure. There isn't enough human resources. We have 150,000 police in the country that cater for 52 million people. And that is part of the reasons why the private security industry is booming and is growing and there's more policemen who are leaving the police for the public sector to get into the private sector because there is a demand to deal and to combat crime that the public state, that the premier of Gauteng, Panyaza Lekhif, is unable to respond to in the interest of the residents of Gauteng. Well, I hear you there when you speak of um, the premier not being able to account when it comes to such. But let's start with the SAPS themselves. Have you engaged with the organization um, to say, this is what's happening, what are you doing about it? Because, like you're saying, it is very alarming. Police are people that are supposed to be protecting us. And if they are working hand-in-hand with criminals, then what does that mean for us? Yes. Yes, absolutely. We have done that at the Commission Fighters and Houting. We called on the police commissioner in the province, Lieutenant General Elias Mawala, to prioritize criminal activities that are occurring in specific areas and employing direct modus operandi or distinct modus operandi of carrying out these crimes. Because these crimes are happening in specific areas, right, as many people have also noted. One of them is in the M1, um, in the in, in the intersection around the M1. And the police are aware of the fact that these are exactly taking place in that particular case. But there is no increase in police presence in this particular case. Even after we have called on the, pro- the provincial commissioner, Lieutenant General uh, Elias Mawela, to prioritize these areas in increasing police visibility and also in increasing response to this particular crime. We had a case not so long ago in Johannesburg where there was a breakout between Amazamazama, two groups of men who were fighting, who also have a history or aligned or are linked to cases of illegal mining in the province. And the NNC was able to deploy and respond to the immediate um, threat and the immediate occurrence of the crime in that area. And those eight men were arrested shortly thereafter during the crime. So we also have the issue of response, because people do report that there is a, a, a behavior that is... A, happening in the streets, there is something that is concerning that is happening in the streets, but there is no response 
from the police force. And we know that even our personal lives, people could be going through violent incidences in their homes, in their workplaces, in churches as well, by the way. And there is no police response to these crimes that are being alerted to the SAPS timelessly. And that is why even the criminals in this province feel that they can be able to continue with these crimes because they are guaranteed immunity. There is no consequence for these sort of crimes, despite our call to increase police presence, despite our call to increase interrogative efforts, even internally in the SAPS, because that is what we also called for, for the EFF. There should be interrogative processes that take place amongst the police internally to ensure that all the gadgets and tools of trade that they utilize to work in the SAPS can be accounted for at any moment without any warning. The general should be able to come in and set out and deploy people to go into certain police stations and to do account over the tools of trade of the police. Because this is not just an issue of police uniforms only. Even issues relating to weapons that the police are utilizing have been found to be involved in certain vicious and violent crimes. And there still is no accountability, despite the fact that certain guns and certain weapons are found to specific people. And we also know of the cases of the fact that there's been new information of the fact that around 250 police are found to have been had, uh, having uh, uh, criminal records. And the fact that the system is unable to vet people who get into the system of the SAPS to protect the residents of Gauteng, to protect the people against crime, and find that those very same people are involved in crime and have convictions prior. It means there's a primary problem in the vetting system that they are unable to account for at the SAPS. And these are the things that we are calling for continuously at the EFF and encounter um, um, the general and the police commissioner in the province to attend to them. However, there has been a failure, even on the part on the political aspect of Banyaz Ali Sufi, who knowing these issues, knowing the issues of enforcement of the police, of the SAPS, comes in and gives us Amapanyaza in response. People who have no legislative jurisdiction to deal with crime and who are unable to be sustained because in May their contracts are ending and there's already issues of these people not being paid amongst these interventions that Premier has made. And there is no sustainable way of dealing with crime with that perspective if the police force is under-resourced, has not enough people, and there's issues of banking systems and security threats that are already occurring within the system. Well, Naledi, I'm sorry, I'd just like to interject there. Um, I'm hearing everything you're saying, and, well, your points do seem valid, but correct me if I'm wrong, are you then um, insinuating that the police are working hand-in-hand with these criminals? That is the insinuation that we are saying, and we are saying okay. that the general Elias Mawela, the Lieutenant General Elias Mawela, mm-hmm. as the Housing Provincial Commissioner, must look into strengthening interrogative efforts that are happening and occurring within the SAPS. Especially then, because there is evidence that is coming out that there are police with previous convictions, that there are police who are engaging in criminal activities. We have cases that they are attending to their policemen who are going to court each and every day for the crimes that they are being alleged have committed. I just so want to make sure we're on the same track here, now, lady. Please don't get ahead of me way too much. You're sa- you are talking about police that have pre- have that have previous um, convictions. Are these convictions? Yes. Are these allegations? Or they have been convicted, trialed, convicted um, to say that they have a criminal record and therefore they should not be in the SAPS. And I understand exactly what you're saying, um, especially considering yes. from my um, knowledge. 
which you could also correct me if I'm wrong there. As a police official, if you're going to resign from the SAPS, you're supposed to hand in your uniform and you're supposed to hand in um, your firearm, which you are saying is not Absolutely. happening. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which means the system is internally structured. And that's what we're speaking to. There's people, there's a group of thugs, criminals who are accessing police uniform because these crimes are carried out using police uniform with tags and all of the requirements and even the tools of trade meaning the guns and the weapons that they utilize in the police force mm. they are criminal offenses that are linked to tools of trade that the police utilize and there is no intervention in that regard of rooting that out and interrogative efforts on the side of the political arena meaning the, the, the premier of housing and also on the side of the police of the court, you know, the commissioner of the province okay. to ensure that this thing is dealt with efficiently and sufficiently. Well, you're saying that there is nothing that the commissioner and the premier are doing. Have you then took it up it's with bigger officials? In regard to this. If there was something that the lieutenant was doing, he would have definitely come out and said, this is what we have done to get out criminals in the police force. That has not been, that has not been done. And the premier himself, he's able to communicate everything. We know he's a superstar. He speaks about his work every single time. He has not addressed and spoken about his interventions as the premier of housing in regards to dealing with the threatness of the SAPS. What he has come out to say though is that to combat crime, they are providing Amapanyaza with Nazi Spani and the project linked to that particular program. And we are saying even that is not sufficient because Amapanyaza do not have the legislative effort and the capabilities the to, to deal fight with crime. crime. And further okay. and above to that, they are not accessible as the police force is. For now, for example, if crime is happening there in your studio, are you going to call Amapanyaza? You don't even know their numbers. You don't know where they come from. You don't know how you're going to access them. And those are the primary issues that we're dealing with because part and parcel of grouping of crime is accessibility of the police force, mm. which is not the case. And further on top of that, there are people who are in the streets wearing police uniform, utilizing police cars, utilizing uh, armed blue lights to perform criminal activities. And there is no security intervention to deal with that. This is an intelligent crime. This poses a threat even to the security of the country mm-hmm. because it means there are officials who are meant to deal with crime, who are meant to oversee the security systems of the country that are not doing their job, that are sleeping on the job. And part of those people include the premier of Panyavali Sufi and they include the current commissioner of the police, Elias Mawela. Well, I hear you there, lady, um, And hopefully the community is definitely listening and hopefully there will be a better strategy to solving this because I hear everything you're saying. It is a problem. It should be addressed. However, we are yet to see the solutions. Oh, I'm so sorry. I wanted to invite you and your listeners to our manifesto launch on Saturday on the 2nd of March in Dobsonville. We'd really love to have you there, even as a media person and as a young person as well. I think this moment in our political country, in our political discourse, and the narrative that is being pushed on is that young people must show up to the party and be able to make their voice heard. We are, we are 70% in number. There's 14 million eligible voters of young people who can change the tide in the direction of this country. And we must be invested in what is being offered, especially by the EFS government, because we are going to govern in this country, and we want our commitment to be well known by the people that we want to be um, 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 government with and over. Well, unfortunately, we have to leave it there, but um, thank you so much, Naledi. We'll follow you on social media, um, especially the listener, to get more details on that. Thank you so much. Well, her name is Naledi Chira, and she is the electoral. Uh, yes, she is the electoral commissions officer for the EFF within Gauteng. Area code.
FM Rewind. Bow eighty-eight point one.